At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hour number two of Betting Across America brought to you by our friends at BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you live from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. And Wes, we've got one more baseball game going to first pitch here in less than 10 minutes. 1.10 Pacific, 4.10 p.m. Eastern time. And that is the big bad bully Los Angeles Dodgers down in Chavez Ravine taking on the San Francisco Giants looking for a sweep of the rival Giants, and it'll be Clayton Kershaw on the bump to try and make it eight wins in a row for the Dodgers. And they've look, uh, it's also eight games in a row for the Dodgers, looking to pull off a four-game sweep of San Francisco and also pad that double-digit advantage they have in the division over the San Diego Padres. Kershaw opened up as about a minus 200 favorite, and they've taken the money, and I don't necessarily disagree. It's all the way to minus 240 now, eight for your total. Can the Giants salvage one win well, down in Southern California? It's hard to obviously get in front of Clayton Kershaw because I actually read an article this morning. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, this dates all the way back to 2011. He has been a favorite when he's on as the starter on the bump for the Dodgers against the San Francisco Giants 42 straight times. Wow. <laughs> this guy has been the favorite and, and uh, make it 43 here. Uh, but Alex Cobb... Uh, you look at how he has pitched this year. He has had some rotten luck, too. He deserved better results because you look, when a guy is under three on that XFIP that I talk about, right. and you know that fielding independent pitching adjusted for the uh, the regular home run rate, when you're under three, you've been pitching pretty well, but he's had rotten luck, 409 in terms of the ERA, and a lot of that, I think, is because of maybe just just bad luck, just balls finding holes. The batting average balls in play, though, have gone down for Cobb. I think it was like 350 a couple weeks ago, and now it's down to 324. So starting to get a little bit of positive regression. That's the only reason why I wouldn't lay the Dodgers. I probably wouldn't lay 225 anyway. They would have to be in a parlay with something else if I wanted to get involved. But uh, seeing the under get bet, and I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think right behind us there at Circus Sports, they're low in the market, 7.5, 8 under minus 115 at BetMGM. So I certainly can't disagree with it because I think Alex Cobb does have some positive regression coming. And then, of course, Clayton Kershaw, he doesn't give you very much anyway. Seven and two so far this year. How about a 213 ERA and only a 292 on the XFIP? So uh, 
Under, I think, uh, looks pretty good here. Under eight, if you can find it without Vig, I think is the best play. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. The Giants certainly haven't been scoring runs through the first three games of this series. And you mentioned Clayton Kershaw, now a favorite against the Giants in 43 consecutive starts. I wonder what his record is in those games because he typically has been a giant killer. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was I was actually trying to find that and was unable to do so. But, you know, Clayton Kershaw, there's a reason why he gets to be big favorites because usually he covers these big numbers and it helps when you have arguably the best lineup in baseball. As we were talking with Derek Carty earlier, it's like, okay, what's really the weakness with this team? It's like the bullpen is just kind of the icing on the cake, really, when you look at it. Uh, I mentioned, uh, I think, going back to his first start in 2008, Kershaw has only been an underdog in his career like 34 times, and he's actually only 500 as an underdog. Yeah, wow. a betting favorite in his career. He is 257 and 128. Mm. Well, I tell you, I think there's something you know, a mental aspect to this game as well. I think the Giants might be just broken by the mm -hmm. fact that the first two games that they had the Dodgers in this series, they, they were really competitive. In yeah, they hit a uh, rough hit that home run on a Thursday night. Right. Looked and like they were going to take it over. And then Mookie Betts had and, other ideas. And then in the bottom of the eighth, Cody Bellinger on Friday night hits a grand slam. I think as hard as the Giants work to beat the rival Dodgers, they just can't get it done. Uh, if I, I mean, obviously you don't like to lay 240 and I'm with you, maybe put it in a parlay or something like that. But I, I think the Dodgers probably complete the sweep tonight and, uh, I, I would probably lean with the under as well. Yeah, I probably would go to the total. I want to take Alex Cobb, but not in this spot against Clayton Kershaw and the Dodgers. All right. A couple of baseball questions here as we kick off our number two on betting across America. And these are some questions our producer Dan Miller put forth to us. And he said he really wanted to see what our opinion was here. So I'm going to ask you first, Wes, which team has surprised you the most with their pitching so far this season? Uh, with the pitching, uh, I would say the team that probably has surprised me the most uh, you know, I, what, where I would look at it, and it's both a good and a bad surprise, one candidate I would say is the Atlanta Braves because Max Fried and Kyle Wright have been outstanding. Spencer Strider, you know, arguably fighting his teammate, Michael Harris II, for uh, Rookie of the Year in the National League. But Charlie Morton and Ian Anderson have been disappointments, and Ian Anderson certainly was a day. By the way, that score, 8 nothing still in the bottom of the seventh. Ian Anderson did not go very deep in today's game. The Angels, who haven't been able to hit against anybody, touch him up for five runs in the first. So it's kind of a good surprise, and I guess a bad surprise from that standpoint. There were a couple teams I thought were going to regress a little bit year this year with the pitching, but maybe not this much one would be the Chicago White Sox because mm -hmm. they had a lot of guys almost their entire starting rotation last year had career years Lance Lynn Lucas Giolito Dylan sees at least has continued his form but Carlos Rodon of course is now in San Francisco still pitching very well in a hitter friendly park up there in the Bay Area but these guys, Giolito and Lynn, have really dropped off. We know Dallas Keuchel got DFA'd, and then he went to Arizona. I think he got DFA'd from there as well. So Johnny Cueto has been okay, but he's not the Johnny Cueto we saw in Cincinnati and San Francisco. He's still a decent enough pitcher, but certainly not ace status like he used to be. So uh, the White Sox pitching, I think, is really the reason why they're looking up at the Twins and the Guardians in the AL Central. As far as a positive spin the teams that have surprised me the most yeah let me be the negative guy because <laughs> that that's basically how it is in real life by the way brady's the positive guy i'm uh the cynic as uh the seattle mariners have surprised me you know robbie mm -hmm. ray started off a little shaky but i mean if you look at their rotation uh logan gilbert you know they are fifth in the major leagues in team R era they are seventh in team whip and I think the Yankees pitching staff is surprising, too, because this team is supposed to get it done with their bats, right? Mm -hmm. But they're pitching, and maybe their pitching numbers are a product a little bit of their bats. Certainly, that's influential. Certainly gives you a lot more confidence that you don't have to be so damn perfect where it's like, oh, gosh, I know I got four or five runs, you know, on an average day yeah. behind me, so I don't have to be perfect. But uh, to add to your point about the Yankees, look at their starters. Garrett Cole, 309 ERA. Nestor Cortez, who's on the mound, I think still shutting out Baltimore this afternoon, 263. Jordan Montgomery, 324. Luis Severino, 345. Tyone, a little bit under four, 393. He's probably the weak one in that rotation, but they've been healthy too. They haven't had a lot of, have a lot of bullpen starts or a lot of backups. I think Sears has had to start a couple games. Herman had to start one game, but when you keep that starting five basically healthy, 
you're going to win a lot of games, and they certainly have. Yeah, I think coming into the season, everybody figured the Yankees' bats would be there, but the pitching, I think, has been a little bit of a pleasant surprise for Yankees' backers. All right, I have a feeling you and I are going to have the same answer for question number two. Which team has shocked you the most by how bad they are? Oof. It's got to be the Angels, right? Yeah, yeah, they they are awful. And and they started off so hot. I, I was looking at it, you know, before that losing streak, when they lost 14 games in a row, it started on May 25th. They were like 10 to 12 games above 500. Mm-hmm. Now they're 16, 15 games below 500. You talk about a flip. I mean, they were they were even getting uh, our guy JVT a little bit optimistic, who's the resident yeah, Angels right. fans here at Beeson. Like, hey, maybe this team's good because every year it's like, just wait, Wes. The pitching in the summer is going to be bad, and certainly it has been again this summer. But it's really the bats. I mean, nobody's helping out that staff at all because if you look, it's just so surprising that you see a team 39 and 55. They're about to get their 40th win, assuming they close out an 8-0 lead net. Atlanta, it, when you have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, I know it's just two guys. And Rendon. And he, yes. And Rendon, by the way, with the hand injury, he's out. It's like, how can this team be this bad? Uh, Joe Madden, a former world champion, yeah. World Series manager, gets fired. Phil Nevin is now the manager for the rest of the year, still uh, trying to see if he can get that job for next year. But, boy, this yeah, this team just they, – they just seem to have no spark. And I've watched some of their games, and we get their games out here, at least locally – and you look at that bottom of the lineup, and it's like, man, there's no chance these guys are going to get on base. And there's guys on that in on that starting nine, basically in that starting lineup every day. It's like I didn't even know he was still in the league. <laughs> you know, I had no idea Jonathan VR was still in the league, and and he certainly and he certainly is. But uh, yeah, the the Angels I think are the clear answer. I think maybe people were optimistic they get Cindergard, yeah, uh, Sandoval, and he looked good to start the, the season as well. And Sandoval is a good young left-handed pitcher, so it's like okay, this team maybe not winning the division, don't have enough for Houston, but certainly you thought maybe they'd be a wild card contender, and they're right there. Uh, they're lucky they have the A's in the division because this looks like very much a last place team. I'll tell you another team that I think has uh, you know underachieved, and that is the Detroit Tigers. Mm-hmm. I, I they, It's not necessarily shocking to me because I bet under their season win total, but I knew a lot of sharp people that were on over their season win total, which was 77 and a half games. Right now, they're on pace to win 65. Yeah, because they, they look like, you know, they're still rebuilding, but they look like, okay, they got some young pitching. Scooball could be a really good pitcher, a really good left-handed guy to kind of lead that rotation, and Tigers head into another loss. It looks like today we are in the top of the eighth, 6-1 to one, Minnesota over Detroit. Well, let's check the rest of the scoreboard here. The uh, Braves are on the board. They have avoided the shutout there at home. Eight to one now, bottom of the seventh inning. They are trailing the Los Angeles Angels. Yankees increase their lead now five to nothing over the Baltimore Orioles. A or excuse me, Jays and Red Sox. The Red Sox have cut the lead in half. Now eight to four. It is Toronto on top in the bottom of the seventh inning there at Fenway. Pittsburgh is trailing Miami by two, four to two in favor of Sandy Alcantara and the Fish in the bottom of the ninth inning. Pittsburgh down to their last at bat there in the home half of the ninth. Minnesota looking to put another win on the Detroit Tigers. Six to one in that one. Six to three. Cincinnati leading St. Louis and the White Sox blanking the Cleveland Guardians. Six to nothing. Tampa Bay and Kansas City all tied at two apiece and Colorado trying to come back at Miller Park. Five to four right now in the top of the fifth inning in favor of Milwaukee. We'll come back and take a look at week one in the NFL. Again, some more games to handicap the NFL not far away right here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to Betting Across America, brought to you by our friends at BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. And time to shift back to the NFL, 46 days away from week one. And we looked at the first four games on the rotation for that week one card. We will shift to the next four games here. And we start with a very interesting contest in Carolina. Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers hosting Baker Mayfield's old team, the the Cleveland Browns. And the Cleveland Browns are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. They opened up as four-point road favorites, and of course, with the Deshaun Watson news and the pending suspension and the uncertainty whether he'll play at all for this team or when he will come back to this team, the number has come all the way down to one-and-a-half in favor of Cleveland, and I'm seeing most books have it all the way down to one, Wes. Mm-hmm. 42 and a half year total. Your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I wonder how much of this was just books getting ahead of the number and then plus whatever bets, obviously at lower limits this time in the summer. Their books are going to take less on sides than they are, obviously, as we get closer to season, game week, game day, so on and so forth. But yeah, this was as high as even four and a half, I think, at a couple faraway places. And now down to one. I'm seeing one and a half still at BetMGM, so there's still that potential teaser leg if you want to tease Carolina up through that three and that seven and get it to seven and a half on a six point teaser. But there's been a couple shops I think have even taken it out the book. Uh, we were talking with uh, Chris Andrews uh, from the South Point the other night, and I think he still actually has that up. He may he may put it back up and kind of go with the market really right now, minus one on Cleveland. But a lot of that is I think not only to Deshaun Watson uncertainty, but also the fact that the market certainly considers Baker Mayfield an upgrade over Sam Darnold. Yep. Uh, I know yep. they're saying the right things down there in Charlotte where it's like, oh, Sam Darnold still is going to be able to compete for the job. This is just a competition. It's not a competition. I mean, you you got Even Baker if it Mayfield. Is, I think Baker Mayfield. Right, would win. exactly. Because Baker Mayfield, by the way, like Sam Darnold in the last year of his contract. And we knew that this deal, that that trade was going to happen probably a month or six weeks before it did, simply because the issue was how much money was Cleveland going to pay. Cleveland pays a bulk of the money. Carolina gets at least a one year rental to at least get a look at him and see, hey, do we want to resign this guy? Or we're going to know probably toward the end of the season how bad we're going to be and then maybe be in line for a very rich crop in next year's NFL draft, certainly at the quarterback position. 
way better, night and day better than what we had this year where Kenny Pickett pretty much led the crop and he went number 20 to Pittsburgh. So you've got five, six, seven first round guys next year at quarterback. So if worst case scenario, they can rebuild. Obviously, that's not going to do Matt Rule any good because Matt Rule might be out of a gig if they don't if they don't uh, show a little progress this year. Christian McCaffrey also would be nice to see him stay healthy. He usually, you know, it's like, man, he's still one of the best running backs in the league and then he just can't stay healthy. But Carolina, sir, Certainly has gotten the money. We've seen the total drop as well. 43 and a half down to 42 with the likelihood that Jacoby Brissett would be the opening day starter. And then plus you have Baker Mayfield, who is an upgrade over Donald, but still got to learn a new offense, learn some new terminology, working with new coaches. So I certainly understand why the unders taken at least a little bit of a dive. All right. An AFC North division matchup in week one, the Pittsburgh Steelers visit the Cincinnati Bengals. Of course, the Cincinnati Bengals, the AFC conference champion last season, and they're laying nearly a touchdown, six and a half points at home. They are favored over the Pittsburgh Steelers with a total of 44 and a half. Now the Cleveland Browns, they, they swept their division rival Pittsburgh Steelers last year. So certainly Mike Tomlin and company have not forgotten that. And they're catching a pretty good size amount of points here. Boy, the market absolutely hates the Steelers. I know <laughs> I know that the Bengals swept them last year and they beat them 41 to 10 in Cincinnati in uh, week number 12. Week number three was the game in Heinz Field, 24 to 10. Market doesn't like the Steelers, but man, when you see the Steelers getting that many points, it is so tempting because you know their defense is really good. You know they're one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, maybe have one of the best defensive tackles in uh, Cam Hayward and TJ Watt. Very good in the secondary, led by Minka Fitzpatrick. So they're a defense that I think is very good, but there are some questions. Mitchell Trubisky looks like he's going to be the starter. I know Kenny Pickett is there, uh, certainly competing, but you would lean toward Mitchell Trubisky at least getting the first chance. Uh, Pittsburgh ran the ball better last year, but they just didn't have a lot of big plays in the passing game, I think largely because Roethlis Berger was well past his expiration date, but nevertheless, uh, we'll see if this receiving core, I know Chase Claypool has been doing a lot of talking saying he's one of the best receivers in the league. Now it's time to prove it, but uh, because you're going to need to, if you don't exactly have an elite quarterback, but yeah, I just looked at this number and my initial gut, I have not gotten involved in this game, Brady, but my gut would be to buy up the seven and take the Steelers uh, because I wonder if the Bengals kind of, you know, outperformed their skis a little bit. Certainly give them credit. They made the Super Bowl, won the AFC championship, had to win on the road at Kansas City, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm totally a believer. Maybe I'm too much of a cynic on Cincinnati and too optimistic about Pittsburgh. Well, I'm not necessarily optimistic about Pittsburgh, but I'd be with you. I'd be taking the points there. Uh, the Super Bowl loser in that week one game laying a bunch of points. Mm -hmm. I think that number is probably a little bit inflated. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers at the Chicago Bears favored by the same number, but they are in the role of a road favorite, minus six and a half at Chicago. There's another home dog for you. The same total of 42 two and a half in this one and we actually saw this game last year Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers went into Chicago as roughly a six and a half seven point favorite and they got it done I believe they won that game by eight to ten points but I think it's a little odd that they're that they're laying the same number here this year with certainly a different quarterback. I mean, it could be Jimmy G, but mm -hmm. uh, I, I think there's probably a 95% chance that it'll be Trey Lance, who's basically unproven. I think he started two games in his entire, entire NFL career. So I, I think it's a lot to ask for the young guy to be laying a touchdown on the road, no matter how bad you think Chicago is. Yeah, that's kind of the same read I have really here because this is a Bears team that I'm down on. I think they're a contender for one of the worst teams in the league. I just do not have a lot of optimism about this team. I think Justin Fields will still show some flashes that, hey, this guy can be a pretty good starting quarterback in the NFL, but he's behind that offensive line, which is one of the worst in all of the league. There's really not a receiver, I think, on that team. Darnell Mooney's okay, but he's like a number three receiver. He's not a true number one receiver. So I don't really see a lot there, and I and maybe you could see a couple pieces on that defense as the build, rebuild continues in Chicago with a new GM and obviously a new coaching staff. Matt Eberflus comes over from Indianapolis. He was a defensive coordinator. He's now the head coach. He brings Alan Williams with him to run the, the defense on the Chicago side. This is a rebuild, so maybe the couple pieces you saw, you know, Khalil Mack got traded in the offseason. Maybe Robert Quinn is going to be a candidate for a team that's kind of on the precipice of a playoffs or maybe making a deep run that could use another pass rusher and Robert Quinn I think still can rush the passer so yeah I'm not high on this Bears team but 
do I really, like I get back to when I talked about that Philadelphia-Detroit game in week one, just because you're high on a team doesn't mean you necessarily have to bet them week one. And just because you're low on a team, don't feel the need to bet them every single week, especially like if you have season wins bad or make or miss playoffs, whatever it is, because I am definitely low on Chicago. That doesn't mean I'm rushing to the window to lay almost a touchdown with uh, potentially what is still essentially a rookie quarterback. Uh, what right. would this be? His, thir- his third start, basically? I think it's his third overall career start. Yeah. And and we've gotten to your game that you referenced earlier, the Philadelphia Eagles in Detroit. Yet another home dog here and Philadelphia laying four and a half points. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are high on the Philadelphia Eagles. Our colleague James Salinas got him at three to one mm-hmm. to win the NFC East. Which I is, have the same bet, by the way. Oh, good for you. So you both have a terrific number. It's down to about plus 190, less than two to one now on the Eagles to win that division. But again, big-time revenge game for the Detroit Lions, and I know a lot of people are high on the Lions as well. They're betting mm-hmm. their season win total to the over. A lot of people betting Dan Campbell to win Coach of the Year. Uh, would you take the four-and-a-half points with them on Week 1 against the Eagles? 46-and-a-half, by the way, your total. Yeah, I'm not totally pot-committed to maybe say that they're going to you know, win the division or even maybe make the playoffs, but I'd be willing to commit at least for one week. I'd be willing to have a, a fling instead of a marriage with the Detroit Lions. <laughs> uh, and I could see this going to five, not that five is a key number. I still think even in this new NFL, five still a little bit of a dead number, but you take what you can get. I like what they're doing. I think that there at least is somewhat of a plan in Detroit. Maybe they're a little bit down on talent from the skill position, but the offensive line and the defensive line is what Dan Campbell and and I think the uh, front office there, GM Brad Holmes, have tried to do. They're like, we're at least going to be tough in the trenches. We're going to be physical in the trenches. You know, they drafted Penny Sewell from Oregon on the offensive side. Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan doesn't go far from Ann Arbor to be kind of that pass rush there, number two overall pick at defensive end. So I do like Detroit in this spot just to see, you know, they're going to remember that that was the biggest blowout of the season they had, 44-6 to by Philadelphia. Philadelphia might be kind of reading about their hype and whatnot. Good potential for a disappointing performance, I think, for a road favorite. The Detroit Lions, the best team in the NFL last season against the spread. Scott Piercy makes a birdie, and he follows it up with another bogey. That lead down to two shots once again at the 3M Open. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The College Football Guide is out now, and the Pro Football Guide is coming soon. There's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Reserve your copy of the Football Betting Guides today and get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with a VSIN all-access subscription. Make this football season your best ever. Subscribe now at vsin.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. Checking the leaderboard at the 3M Open. I mentioned there going to break that Scott Piercy made another bogey. I believe that's four bogeys in his last six holes. Mm-hmm. He has made a couple of few birdies as well, but one over on the round overall and down to just a two-shot advantage over Tony Finau and also Emiliano Grillo, who has joined the party. He's now one under for his round. Tony Finau and Grillo at 15 under par. Five holes left to play for Scott Piercy. Yeah, Piercy, by the way, I saw him as high as 150 to 1. He's had a tough year outside the top 125 right now in the FedEx Cup. Currently even money, and he was as high as seven minus seven dollars. So uh uh two shots, but I believe he is in the bunker off the 14th tee. So this is getting tied up there at the Twin Cities. We want to bring in our guest now. Vinny Iyer now joins us. He is an NFL writer for the Sporting News, and you can follow him on Twitter at Vinny Iyer. That is I-Y-E-R. Vinny, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a long time since we've spoken, but I guess uh, we've had a whole offseason of uh, football <laughs> with with going behind us since we have last spoken. But now here we are again, just about 46 days away from week one kicking off. It'll be the Thursday night game with the Buffalo Bills in Los Angeles to take on the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. And Wes and I have been looking at this week one schedule, the point spreads, the totals, what have you. Are there any week one contests that really jump off the page to you, Vinny? Yeah, for me, it's the game between the Cowboys and Buccaneers. I do 
think the Buccaneers have been undervalued in that game going in. And then you look at the first game that stands out to me. It's kind of the bookends of the primetime minus uh, Seattle and Denver is looking at the Bills and Rams. I think the Bills are the uh, kind of the consensus Super Bowl favorites right now. They're playing the Super Bowl champs. The Bills fans are going to be ready for that one. It's week one. They're going to be there in full force. We know the Rams don't have much of a home field advantage, even as they're being crowned a Super Bowl champ. So I do like the, those games that stand out, the Bucks on the road, and then the Bills also on the road there to open the season. Vinny, let's go to that late game on Sunday Night Football, though. Tampa Bay, minus two, minus two and a half on the road in Dallas. And kind of a macro question about Dallas, because the team that's really been getting the buzz in the NFC East in the offseason are the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think maybe you could make an argument, talent for talent, that they might be the most talented team in the NFC East. It seems like a lot of the betters, at least, and Dallas is always such a public team, from some of the bookmakers I talk to, they are very lukewarm on the Dallas Cowboys. But do you feel like people may be selling this team a little bit too too soon? Or is Philadelphia close the gap? Well, I think Dallas in general is hyped. And I think that's what the better the betters try to lean toward. And then you look at uh, the situation in Vegas right now. You look at Prescott and... Him popping up in the MVP board, I think that's part of it as well. I mean, he's just kind of a guy that you don't expect to be there. But when he's on there, then you know, okay, the Cowboys hype is coming to play. And I think that's coming to play also in that game. And Dallas is always not a good value, I think, there to go after. They're kind of reeling you in to go after them all the time with the Cowboys. And we know the Cowboys tend to disappoint whatever the expectations are. Vinny, you mentioned that week one primetime game, the Monday nighter in Seattle with Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos going up there to face Wilson's old team. And there's really a lot of hype, of course, surrounding that game. The Broncos are a pretty decent sized favorite, I believe four and a half points on the road. And, you know, a lot of people don't think Seattle is going to be very good at all this season. What are your thoughts on that game as far as the as it relates to the point spread? Do you think uh, Denver goes in there and and takes care of business handily or do you think the Seahawks put up a fight? I mean, that's the classic underdogs at night and with emotions playing in that game with Seattle. You know, the emotions are going to come from the coaching staff. Pete Carroll is going to pump up those guys. The Broncos have a lot of hype as well. Speaking of teams that has a lot of hype that a lot of teams are trying to get some value on. I look at the Seahawks. They're going to come out and play pretty well. This Drew Locke situation, of course, worries a lot of people quarterback and the shift there with them losing Wilson and the Broncos getting him. So it's kind of interesting. You see that line kind of shift in your mind because it's a swap of quarterbacks essentially from the early part of last season. So when you look at that, you look at the Seahawks, the way they come in, I don't think they'll just be a pushover in this game. So I think as the line balloons in the Broncos favor, I feel a little bit more confident toward the Seahawks uh, taking care of business and making it at least close for most of the game. Vinny, the big news this week, Kyler Murray, now the second highest paid quarterback in the National Football League. That's probably going to change within the next year or two as Herbert Steele comes due and then eventually Burrow. That's basically how it's gone. You get a new quarterback that's the highest paid guy pretty much every single year. But Arizona, nevertheless, they are going to be hosting Kansas City in the opener. Kansas City, three pretty much in the market on the road but just looking at Arizona this is a team that I think a lot of people are selling simply because you're going to be without Hopkins for six games uh the Murray situation obviously just played its way out this week but what do you make of Arizona do you still feel that they could be kind of the dark horse in the NFC West well I I really liked them in week one last year and it paid off I think it was the Titans and I don't like them this year. Week one, I'm going to say that. The Chiefs are a pretty good road team. We know that. There's no weather issues you're going to worry about in week one. They're in the friendly confines. I think with uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's going to light up the scoreboard as he usually does. Different receivers, I think they could be a bit methodical about it. Uh, using Juju Smith-Schuster to play off Travis Kelsey a little bit more. But I, I think the Chiefs maybe being overlooked a bit overall because you look at the Broncos and their hype. The Chargers have quite a bit of it. The Raiders got the buzz with Devontae Adams. I think the Chiefs are going to want to come out and establish themselves and say, look, 
this division is still ours and someone has to beat us to take it from us. So I think that's the biggest thing I'm looking for that is that it's not any kind of intimidation there. You also know, I talked about the Bills fans going to Los Angeles, you know, Kansas City fans have circled that and, and a trip to the desert there in early September. So I really uh, like uh, Kansas City in th- that one. And uh, maybe this uh, Tyler Murray situation will work out in the Cardinals' favor long, longer term and get them back in the playoffs. But this particular game, I like the Chiefs. Yeah, the odds to win that AFC West division. The Chiefs are still the favorite at plus 155. The Chargers are the second choice at plus 235. The Denver Broncos, the third choice at plus 260. And the Raiders bringing up the rear at plus 650. Vinny, in the offseason, is there a team out there? Wes mentioned briefly the Philadelphia Eagles. Of course, the Dallas Cowboys are the favorite to win the NFC East. You said you like the Chiefs. Is there a team that's maybe a little bit under the radar that uh, you think uh, ought to make some noise, possibly a chance to win the division or get to the postseason? Well, I I did uh, talk briefly about the Chargers, and you have to look at, uh, I think, there's a possibility that someone could surprise in the AFC South, and I think Indianapolis is the team I feel pretty good about now, and Tennessee kind of being displaced, and I know Matt Ryan doesn't necessarily get everyone excited, but he's the type of quarterback that's going to help the Colts kind of be steady with their running game playoff that, so the Colts, I think, will be a more dangerous team than we've seen in, in a few years, so I think they'll just be stabilized on offense and really help their defense quite a bit, so that's a team that I think can make some noise. I don't think it's a shocker there. And one team that I looked at as well, if uh, things can really fall into place, are the the Giants. I just think there's something there. It's a, Daniel Jones is a wild card. We want to see the preseason and the training camp kind of play out with his job security. But I like some of the structure of the Giants, especially when you look on their defensive side here. So I think, as as we mentioned here, the Eagles – You've ta- I've talked about the Giants. It just means that the Cowboys are not going to be quite where everyone wants them to be here in the big picture at NFC contenders. And that winner or wild card, if there's room for that out of the NFC, I don't think they're going to make much noise in the bigger picture of the NFC. All right, Vinny, great stuff. And look forward to talking with you again as we approach the NFL season and throughout the season as well. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, my friend. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Have a good one. Thank you, Vinny. That is Vinny Iyer. You can check him out on Twitter at Vinny Iyer. That's I-Y-E-R. Of course, a football reporter for the Sporting News and joins us quite often during the football season here on VSIN. Some movement in the golf tournament there. (laughs) And some downward movement. giving away dollars in a hurry. Yeah, giving away strokes and dollars and uh, maybe giving away his card, depending how he finishes the 14th hole. I believe that was his fifth shot that just barely avoided the water. He hit one in the water. He had a fried egg off the tee, then went and bunker to bunker, Scott Piercy at the bare minimum is going to make double, likely triple at this hole, and he is now out to 18 to 1 at BetMGM. Your betting favorite was your betting favorite at the start of the tournament. Tony Fee now 16 under par, minus 250 to get this done. Yeah, Scott Piercy in a world of trouble, still not home yet on his sixth shot coming up here from the 3M Open. We'll be back with more in just a moment on Betting Across America, brought to you by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. On Sunday, you can place a $25 one-game parlay on any Major League Baseball game, and you'll receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any sport, regardless of your bet's outcome. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get a $10 free bet to use on any sport when you place a $25 one-game parlay on any Major League Baseball game. Turn game time into showtime with the king of sportsbooks. Major League Baseball's trade marks used with permission visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older to wager new and existing customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards are issued as non-withdrawable free bets or a site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly if you have a problem call 1-800-GAMBLER the promotional offer not available in mississippi nevada new york or washington dc Boy, we alluded to it there to close out the last segment. Scott Piercy really unraveling. He started the day with a four-shot lead. There were a few times today when he had a five-shot lead. He hit the back nine with a four-shot lead, and that was after bogeying the eighth and ninth holes. Mm -hmm. Well, since that eighth hole, he is now seven over par for his last seven holes. He made a triple bogey on the 14th hole, but he's not out of it yet. He is still only two shots back. Tony Finau... Is your leader at 16 under par, Emiliano Grillo at 15 under par, and then Tom Hoagie and Piercy both at 14 under? I think we were calling it that he was leaking oil. Well, now the transmission's falling out. Flash the, flood. The, yeah, the, the brake pads are all messed up. <laughs> Everything's messed up on, on this engine that is in this car that is Scott Piercy. Bogey at 8, bogey at 9, par's 10, Bogey's 11, gets a birdie back on the par 5 at number 12, then a bogey at 13, and now a triple at number 14. And all of a sudden, Scott Piercy finds himself two shots out of the lead. Not officially out of it yet. He's only two back. I think he's 18 to 1 to go ahead and get this home. I'd never seen that kind of movement since we've been doing this show, whether it's you or I mean, or, yeah, what was Dave he? Minus 450? He was or minus so? 700, I Ooh, think, when I came in wow. here and before we started the show. And now 18 to 1. Tony Finau, by the way, your leader by one. He was the pre tournament favorite, 14 to 1. And look, we thought we were going to kind of have a nice, boring tournament this week because we only have three of the top 25 here. I think just Finau, Matsuyamu missed the cut and soon. JM. So a lot of guys taking this week off the week after a major kind of the calm before the storm. We're going to see that not only this week, but next week in Detroit at the Rocket Mortgage and then at the Wyndham, then we get into the FedEx Cup. So guys been playing a lot of golf. So usually this is the off time. And Tony Finau is the 14 to one favorite and maybe a backdoor favorite here to go ahead and get this done. I believe uh, at BetMGM waiting for the odds to come up. It was minus 250. Emiliano Grillo, by the way, one shot back. So he is far from out of this here at 15 under par. Scott Piercy currently T3 with Tom Hoagie, who is 14 under par, who all of a sudden Hoagie and James Hahn and these guys that were like 100 to one down the board, all of a sudden very much in this thing. So Scott Piercy tees off on the 15th hole and just misses the fairway. He's in the uh, primary rough, but it looks like he's going to have a very good lie. He is parred this oh, hole. Oh, and, and Tony, Tony Finau, Finau, where he bomb. be now, and where he be now is in a two-shot lead with three holes to play on his round. Hits a very long putt. Tony Finau now minus 
600 at BetMGM. Manny Grio, who is uh, two back, six to one. Tom Hoagie, 16 to one. Scott Piercy, 25 to one. So uh, that might have been the coup de grace here. Still a lot to play, by the way. This is an intriguing uh, par five hole on the 18th. We remember it a couple of years ago having Bryson DeChambeau tickets mm-hmm. when he makes an eagle. Stiffs one to six feet, makes an eagle. And Matt Wolf with the long putt off the green makes an eagle right on top of him. So there's still a lot of volatility here left. So this is not over yet for Tony Fee now, but he certainly put himself in the driver's seat. And that was about a 25, 30 foot birdie putt for Tony Fee now. He has now birdied three of his last five holes again to take a two shot lead now at 17 under par. Let's look at the baseball scoreboard. The Los Angeles Angels trying to close out the Atlanta Braves nine to one in the bottom of the ninth inning. The New York Yankees still shutting out the Baltimore Orioles. The Orioles down to their last home half there at Candom Yard, six to nothing in favor of the Bronx Bombers. The Toronto Blue Jays trying to make it a road sweep of the Boston Red Sox, eight to four. They leave the Bo Sox with the bottom of the eighth inning going on currently in Boston. The Miami Marlins and the Pittsburgh Pirates in a good ball game, six to five right now, and that's a final. Yep. Actually, just went final. Miami and Sandy Alcantara get it done, six to five over the Pittsburgh Pirates. They were big favorites, minus 175, and got a heck of a test there from the Pirates this afternoon. The Minnesota Twins looking to extinguish the Detroit Tigers here, 9-1 to one right now in the bottom of the ninth inning in Detroit. And the Chicago White Sox, they got a little bit of a fight there from the Cleveland Indians late the game. Chicago pretty much led the whole way, but 6-3, to your final. The White Sox continue to push in the AL Central, and the Kansas City Royals trying to make it two straight over the Tampa Bay Rays they lead in the bottom of the eighth inning three to two and the Colorado Rockies have come all the way back to take the lead from Milwaukee West you talked about possibly playing Colorado today Milwaukee got out to a hot start they were up five Mm -hmm. to two now six to five in the top of the sixth in favor of Colorado Colorado should have won the uh, first game of the series back on Thursday took that five three lead losing extras losing the 13th so uh, Colorado actually has played a little bit better in this series no real wins to show for it but uh, maybe finally going to get one on their way out of Milwaukee. You were talking about that move on the Texas Rangers. Right now it looks prophetic as they are leading the Oakland Athletics in Oakland 3 to nothing. The Oakland A's trying to pull off their very first series sweep of the season. 3 to nothing Rangers right now in the top of the 3rd inning and if you want to jump on the Athletics, you can get 5 to 1 right now the live money line in the uh, live wagering market. The Arizona Diamondbacks trying to hand the Washington Nationals yet another loss. They lead 2 to nothing in the top of the 3rd inning there in the other desert your in-game total is at nine and a half and the Diamondbacks now minus 350 on the live money line and here we go the Los Angeles Dodgers trying to complete a four-game sweep and win for the eighth time in a row they are up on the San Francisco Giants one to nothing second inning down there in a little bit of a jam though for Kershaw now the base is loaded but there are two outs so uh he is going to have to get out the catcher Bart for the San Francisco Giants as uh Clayton Kershaw already at 43 pitches, I believe, through mm. two innings. All right. So Clayton Kershaw, a little bit of a struggle there, and the Dodgers hanging on currently to a one nothing lead in the top of the second inning. They are minus 375 on the money line to go ahead and close out this game. And we talked about the Houston Astros and the Seattle Mariners. We expected a good series here. Well, it hasn't been the case as Houston has really dominated Seattle, and they're doing so again today, Wes. Five to nothing over the Mariners. Mariners batting in the home half of the second. Yeah, just uh, a kind of a come-to-earth series, it felt like, for the Seattle Mariners. What was their streak? 15 going in uh, to the All-Star break. And, you know, I often talk about that, and I bring that up. You know, when you're winning, the last thing you want is a bye week or the last thing you want is time off. And look, it looked like it killed the Mariners' momentum because Houston, by the way, had to already play two games on Thursday. There were some makeup games against the Yankees, played a doubleheader, beat New York in both of those games. And, you know, we were kind of looking and seeing, okay, what is Houston going to be like in the second half of the season? They're going to have such a big lead in the AL West that – okay, are they going to be a little bit more judicious with some of their off days? Like, you know, Verlander right there in the mix in the Cy Young discussion. Are we going to see them maybe skip a start or be a little bit more conservative with how they use them in the second half of the season? Because obviously you want him at full strength for the playoffs. Same with the batting order. Are you going to see Bregman get a day off? Altuve get more days off? Gurriel, et cetera, et cetera. Because we know Alvarez has been 
in and out of the lineup, battling some various injuries. But all of a sudden, Houston may not want to do that because they may want to get the number one seed in the American League, which seemed like they were a little bit too far back where they were going to have to have a lot of things go right to accomplish that. But look, they're right in there. I'm sure you would rather have the ALCS in a deciding game seven right down there at Minute Paid Park instead of going to the Bronx. Well, they are on quite a run right now, that uh, doubleheader sweep of the Yankees right out of the All-Star break and now looking to sweep the Seattle Mariners. If you had to make a play in either the American League or National League pennant market, the Yankees plus 140, the Astros at 2-1, to one, the Blue Jays at 9-1, to one, National League, the Dodgers, the favorite at plus 155, the Mets at 3-1, to one, Braves at plus 425. Anything there jump out at you as far as a pennant wager? Yeah, obviously it's tough to go against the Yankees and the Astros. They are clearly the top two teams. I think if you do want to take a long shot where it's like, well, I don't want to play the chalk here at this point of the season, probably the team I would look at might be the Chicago White Sox if they can figure out that pitching because I think they're going to continue to hit. And I think they're going to be consistent more often than not at the play, just keeping guys healthy. But the White Sox would be the only team kind of down the board. I think the Blue Jays now have been priced to what they were kind of close to preseason at seven to one they look like they're going to get a sweep by the way in boston it is eight to four in the top of the ninth so uh, only good news for red sox fans is that big poppy david ortiz does go into cooperstown today in the baseball hall of fame but not so much with the current lineup is this a market any of these futures markets division pennant world series that you would wait until after the trade deadline you might have to, I think, or you really have to be anticipatory, but that's so hard to do, I think, with so many different moves and, you know, minor moves that may end up being major moves like bull, extra bullpen arm, extra left-hander in the middle of the rotation. So, yeah, I'd wait till after the deadline. All right, hour number three coming up, and we get back into the card, which is week one in the NFL right here on Betting Across America, brought to you by BetMGM. Summer League in Las Vegas, like Beeson. We are live here on the concourse of the Thomas and Mack Center. Vegas is the home base for the NBA in the summer. Special guests. Chris Mannis is nice enough to stop by the desk. Happy to be joined by Nino Hassan of Vegas Street. Oh, uh, Vegas is having its way with me. Yeah. Cup having its way with me. Yeah. Cup having its way with me. Yeah. Cup having its way with me. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 